Hi, this is Dr. Darwin, the new dentist coach, with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the new dentist coach podcast show. Actually, today we're going to be uh, conducting a coaching call, and uh, we're going to be working with one of our newest Smiles to Success uh, uh, coaching clients, student Dr. Uh, Mubarak, who's in who's in Canada, and so uh, we're going to be talking about some steps and an action plan to get into residency in New York or in Pennsylvania or in Florida or in, uh, um, I think it was, what was the other state we were talking about? There's a couple other states, right, Doc? Boston. Boston, Boston. So that's what we're going to be doing today, talking a little bit and uh, talking some strategy and, and some, and some follow-up. So look, if you guys out there are looking for more of one-on-one coaching, to help you uh, get your goals and your targets figured out and then getting, getting an action plan and having someone who's going to make, make you accountable to that action plan. plan. Look, no, look no further than the new dentist coach. That's me, and that's, what I'm, uh, that's my purpose and my goal, to help as many new dentists as possible with, with professional and personal development. So today we're going to be talking um, and, and getting some updates and, and seeing what we're doing. So. Doc, tell me a little bit about, just kind of re, let's revisit um, your personal goal and your, your target. Yep, so my personal goal at the moment is to get into a GPR program. I want to work on my skills and to be more confident. And as I, I know, like, to be, if I would gain more experience just by learning from other attendings or from other experienced people. So that would be my short-term goals for the next two years. Okay. To, be, to learn as much as possible. Okay. So let's do this. Let's, uh, let's tune out the, me- the, the sounds in the background if we can, because uh, that way I'll be able to hear you and, and so that it's not a lot of... Uh, background noise. So you can wait until you can kind of, I don't know if you can adjust your volume. Okay. So go ahead and do that and I'll wait for you. Okay. So again, your, your goal is to get into a GPR program, uh, specifically in New York or in the Boston area. Uh, and your reasons for doing a GPR program is to increase your experience, to increase your confidence, and to try to learn as much as 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 possible uh, in the, in, over the next two years. So it sounds like you're definitely thinking about doing a two-year uh, or doing a second year after your first year. So that's good. That's good. So we yeah, uh, I have. Go ahead. Uh, so like that's what that's how I planned it. Like I would spend two years to learn as much as I could before stepping in or stepping out. 
trying different things. Okay, that's a good plan. That's a good plan. I actually think that uh, you know that everyone should do at least a year, maybe even two years. Really, I, I really think people should do more than a year. But since it's not mandatory, it's not a requirement like it is for your medical training. If it's one year, it's one year. But it's it. But there is a big difference. We see it, and even or I see it uh, with residents in our program. Uh, there's a, you know, we see the difference between the first and the second year, and we see how, how much more confident those residents are uh, with, with uh, coming out and, and doing the, uh, after the second year than they are after the first year. So there is a difference, in the, and you can really um, help yourself by doing that second year even more. More time yeah. is more time. So that's good. So last time we talked, I gave you a homework assignment and, you know, we wanted you to, uh, to really start looking and making a list of some programs, yes. but also before making a list, actually going to targeting those two, two areas, Boston and New York city or the New York state area and, uh, making a list of programs. So what, what did you find? What have you found so much? I found two programs in Boston. I was able to talk to one of the residents over there, and he kind of like like gave me a good idea about how's gonna what's what's going on in these two programs. Like in New York, I actually couldn't reach any of the residents that I know. I like I did some research on the internet. Some some made some reviews about different programs about how many attendings is available, about how busy is the programs. Mm -hmm. I also like wanted to ask some questions about the lifestyle on these uh, years, like are they safe or not? Okay. So I need a list of five programs in Europe, two in Boston. Okay. Now is that New York New York City or just the state of New York? The state. Okay. So, um, so you know, now that you've kind of made a list, that list is about seven, seven or eight programs, plus or minus here or there. Um, but you still want to probably talk to some more of the residents. So, like you know, one of the things that I mentioned to you before, and that I always tell people is plan you should try to plan to go and, and visit the programs if you can yeah especially after the first two or three weeks of july right now yeah. all the programs are getting ready for intake <coughs> of their um incoming residents oh excuse me so and then also they are out processing those that have been with them for the last year so it's a real real busy time yeah so i i actually contacted two i actually contacted all the programs i scheduled three site visits in new york good yep so the first one in bronx hill is going to be in august 6th yep Okay. So I said, it's in August 16th. 
Uh, also, get one. Could you repeat that? Oh, Cornell. You got you got, you got. you uh, got. Can you repeat the ones that you got? You said three site visits scheduled for New yeah. York. Yes. So the first one would be Bronx Care on the 16th. I have Wally Cornell at New York Hospital, which is on the 15th. Okay. And I have Wyckoff Hospital, which is on the 12th. Good. All right, you got them kind of back to back to back. That's great, man. Congratulations. That is excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So you're putting putting those suggestions uh and make and implementing them in, into um into actual actions. <laughs> so that's great, man. Got your first three site visits. Congratulations. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Um, are you planning on trying to do the? Are you planning on doing the same for Boston, doing that trip, or you think you might have to make a separate? Trip? Um, yep. Um, in Boston, I'm actually meeting one of the resident next week, and he told me like if I might, he will talk to his cost doctor. And he'll let me know if I could come with him to the to see how it's going to work. Yeah, that's good. That's excellent. That's excellent. Okay. So that's your first step. Now, I mean, you've got about, uh, let's see, two, one, five. You've got about six. You got about six or seven weeks before those visits. Six to, to seven weeks before those visits. You know, when you when you go in preparation, I mean I think that would be the next step in preparation for those visits. Um you want to have your questions ready, you want to already have done some of your research on the on the programs as much as you can, and then with the understanding that you're gonna get some more, of course, uh when you go there. Um but as you're preparing, I think the next step for us, um, the next step for you will, will be to actually start as part of the action plan. The next thing is going to be to uh, start your application if you haven't already. Okay. So good that you got the site visits lined up. That's all under making the list and being able to starting to formulate a plan as to which programs that you're going to select. Um, the next part is, is also getting that application, uh, okay. get that application started. Most of the programs, um, will, are taking or accept what we call a pass application. Postgraduate ap application, um, selection service, I think it's called, I forget the acronym. But basically what, what that pass application allows you to do is you can upload all of your information, your, uh, your contents off your CV, uh, your personal statement, all of your, your grades, uh, not all your grades, all of your letters of recommendation from your faculty there in Canada, 
all of that information is, gets to be uploaded at one place on this application, on this uh, on this application site that's run yep. by Idea, which is which is awesome. So it's it's nice only not only for you because most of the most of the programs will just use that app that application. Some programs may have what we call a supplemental application where you have to you know you have to fill uh, fill out as part of the hospital regulation. So be mindful, um, be mindful that as you're going to these site visits and looking at programs, you need to ask if they have a supplemental, uh, a supplement, supplemental application and whether or not there's a fee. Cool. All right. Right, because that'll that'll add on to your could potentially add on to your your cost for everything. So again, your content, uh, which which in key, which includes your uh, personal statement uh, information about that's off your your CV or your resume. You can upload all of that about your activities, your uh, extracurricular activities, being in organizations. Your experiences, any other experiences, uh, research, if you've done some research, all of that, there's a place for that on your application, for the, for the past application. Uh, they will ask you for your GPA. They may even ask you for a copy of your, your um, transcripts. Or, or typically, they'll just ask you for your GPA. They'll ask you for your rank. You know, all these vital credentials they usually will ask what your rank is and all of that and then the second part would be uh, your your letters of uh letters of recommendations so i would start if you haven't identified professors or faculty members that can speak about you on your behalf and speak very highly of you you want to ask them specifically hey dr jones I'm applying to GPR programs and I worked with you and, and I want to know, can you write me, not write me a letter of recommendation, but can you write me a positive letter of recommendation that's favorable that'll help me get into the program? Yeah. Got to be specific. Uh, yeah. I talked to two faculty members, uh, the head of, Pergo department today, and he was like he he told me like he could definitely do that. I'm trying to find at the moment like to have all my like my list made up so that I can go talk to them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've already talked to two professors and the deans. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, typically typically the dean some one of the deans has to write a letter. Usually it's yeah. could be the dean for student affairs or academic affairs or there might be somebody at your at your institution that specifically does that letter for all of the uh for all of the candidates. So another yeah. reason yeah. 
So they referred me to a specific person that would be who's specifically assigned to write the letters for different university. Okay. They they asked you what now? So I'll got I'll schedule an appointment with him now. That's right. So yeah. they asked me to go to talk to him. Yeah. I have an appointment with him on Friday. Good. Yep, they usually will interview you. Sometimes they'll ask you for your CV. Uh, they'll ask you to tell you more about yourself. They'll ask you why you want to do GPR, what makes you think you're a candidate, what programs you looked at. Now, you, now you don't have to have a full list of all the eight or ten programs or more programs that you're planning on applying to. Just you know, just have a couple. The main thing is you want to get them to write it. And you want to notify them that you need it, that you're requesting it, and getting them to write it as soon as possible. Because I'm telling you, between now and September, it's going to be very busy. You're going to be, yeah. one, of, you're going to be one of maybe 50 to 100 people asking for the same thing. And it, and it becomes very, very uh, – it can be a lot for us as faculty to write those letters. So the sooner the better because you're, you're top on the list. Those that wait and at the bottom of the list usually have to wait until the other ones are done first. So it's good that you've already initiated contact, you've had that discussion with them. Just make sure that when you do that, that you follow up and, you know, and tell them thank you, tell them, um, you know, give them the stuff that they need. They need a CV, they may need a personal statement. So you may have to start on your personal statement as well. Yeah. I finished it like two months ago. Oh, good. So let's do this. On your on our next session, let's let's. Uh, won't you send me send me your personal statement, and then um, we will look at it together, and I'll give some. I'll give you some recommendations based on that. So yep. get that we can get that solidified all right personal statement and c and cv yep personal statement and cv all right well let's do that i think, I think that'll be productive and it's perfect time in july it'll be july 1st next week and that'll be perfect Yeah, all right. And I also scheduled a date for the NBD part one, which is going to be in two months from now. Okay. Next call. So you have to take what? MB, M, um, MBDE part one? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take part one and part two. When are you when are you planning on taking part one? Part one is gonna be five to six weeks from now, hopefully. Okay, so in August. That sounds yes. like August. Yeah. And then part two, you have to wait. You're gonna take probably take that in January or something, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna take part two with my with the Canadian Sports because they cross cross lab, same thing. 
So I'm going to take them at, at the same time. Oh, okay, see. Yeah. Because the Canadian boards, we don't have part one, just part two. So I'm going to spend um, both of them at the same time. So Canada, so Canadian schools only require that you take part two. Yeah, because uh, they don't test me on the science or just the specific like dentistry area. So they don't they don't test you guys on the basic science stuff. They just test you guys on the case base and then also on the specific uh, dental sections but not the science yeah oh okay that's okay that's good to know i just that's something new i didn't i didn't i didn't realize that i learned something new today yeah and i have my uh, cdca i already applied to it i finished the application i got my type down the first exam gonna be in november Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right, man. You got a lot of stuff going on. I'm, and, and I'm very glad to hear that you're organized and have it laid out. So that's, that's good. So let's set up, uh, we'll set up, we'll talk more next time about your personal statement. You can send that to me. Uh, next week we have orientation. So next week's going to be really busy for me. Um, it may have to be on the weekend. Okay. Which is uh, July 7th or 8th. Oh. So I'll, I'll put in a, um, we'll put in a, a, a time to talk um, then oh. on the weekend. Yep. All right, sounds good, man. Sounds very good, very proud of you. It looks like you're on the, Definitely on the right track. Uh, you got your site visits lined up. You've identified a list of about seven or eight programs, two in Boston, three in New York. You got your site visits lined up for New York. Uh, next action is got to get prepared for those visits as far as questions and doing your homework. Um, you started, let's see, info. You started your application. You've identified a few uh, faculty members, and you're gonna actually talk to them. You got a, you have a, a a meeting, an interview, and a meeting scheduled with them to so that they can meet you and talk to you more, so they can write your letters of recommendation. That is awesome, and you've got your personal statement that you're gonna send to me, and we'll look at both of those on our next call, on our next session. Oh. Yep. Good. Anything else? Uh, nope. Thank you very much. That was very helpful. That's what I'm here for, man, as your coach. That's the one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one, um, attention and, and guidance. So that's what, you're, that's what you get, man. So I'm so glad that this is a good first session or Set first or second session, really. We we talked a little bit the very first time, um, but I'm I'm glad that you're making some good progress. So we'll talk, and we'll just keep adding layers on it, adding steps and layers on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
All right. Good luck to you uh, the rest of this week. Have a great week. And uh, we'll plan on talking uh, probably next Saturday or Sunday. I'm thinking probably next – it could be next Saturday. Oh. Okay. Right. Yep. Thank you very much. Thank That's you. Sorry. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.